Welcome to Ngahire Talks, the show where we talk about, nah, we don't even know yet. We're just trying to figure it out, but come along for the journey. This is season one, the pre-season. Well, Ata Marie, welcome back everybody. This is Manawa right here and today we have with us the uh, very inspirational Rangatira <laughs> himself, Dan Tefinua Walker. Kia ora, Dan. Kia ora. Nga mihi, bro. Welcome to the show. Oh, nga mihi, nga mihi. Ho. Do you want to um, quick mihi to everybody out there? Ai, ai, a tēnei te mihi ki a koutaku rangatira, uh, ki te runguna ki a māua i tēnei wā, uh, he mokopuna tēnei uh, o tītoko waru, uh, ara ki te waka aotea, huri, um, iri waka e kia hau e te taho tōku koro, no uh, Ngāti Ruanui, um, Tango hoi, ngaru hine, tiatiawa, maniapoto, et tao toku kuia, hudi wakekia no a tuhaurangi, ngati kahunuki waidua, no de tenaka de kato. Ah, tenaka de, and it's hard case the more you learn about your whakapapa, eh? it's hard to do your, your mahi just from one place. You're like, uh, I'm from there and there and there and that, that rangatira and that tupuna. Yeah, and you don't want to miss anything out because then you're like, I, I want to pay homage to to this ancestor and this ancestor, and and actually, yeah. The more you get into it, the more beautiful it becomes, and there's all these different connections around the the motu. You're like, far. This is yeah. You're right. You don't. It gets more and more complex, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's cool because it's like you got options. Yeah, true. Wherever you go, you can go. Oh, yeah. This is how I fuck up over there. Oh, that's yeah, how yeah. we're connected there. And if you know that there's some hara that's happened ages ago in this area, like. I just won't see this. <laughs> <laughs> just and I'm from the other way. Yeah, I'm from side. your side too. <laughs> uh, we got this cool. I don't know if you've seen it before. This um, it's like a comic book on Te Tukawaru. True. Have you seen it? Made by the guys at Maui Studios. No. Oh, you got to meet them, bro. It's out there. I'll show you afterwards. Wow. Shout out to Vinny and the boys at Maui man. Studios. They oh, they're killing yeah. it. Like man, you know Te Tukawaru is. Um, we've got some beautiful stories about him, and a lot of the a lot of them aren't actually well publicized or well known. Um, and I actually believe that there's an opportunity for, you know, if we do it in the right way for tourism back home, because um, he's, you know, create, trying to create opportunities back home um, around those stories, and especially now that there's the, um, you know, there's the whole land wars uh, coming back. We just had, um, uh, you know, a whole lot of whānau through um, last week going through that area, uh, learning about the history, so... Mm. You know, I'd love to um, love to bring all of those stories back into the, the known. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's like it kind of ties into what we're going to talk yep. about today around yep, decolonizing totally. algorithms, decolonizing tech or culturalizing tech. Um, but before we get into that, just to get to know you a bit more, what's your favorite kai? I, uh, my favorite kai is my mum's chow mein. Mm. She makes the meanest. It's real easy, but I can't do it. No one else can do it. Yeah, she's awesome. Just mame. Yeah. You can't put mama. the mama love in there. Uh, Favourite, like, singer or band? Uh, MJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an 80s child, man. So, yeah, he was he was the man, is the man, and I, I can dance like him, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> Favourite movie? Uh, the Highlander. Oh. Yeah, that's my, my dad and my, my movie. We, oh, what's love, the Highlander? Oh, it's old man. I was old, thinking man. of Braveheart. Oh, it's kind of like that Scottish. Yeah. But um, yeah, he they have to they are immortal, and the only way you can stop them from being immortal is chop off their heads. Oh, and wow. so and it, there can be only one. That's the that's the tagline, and uh, they they go through. Can be 
you know, trying to kill all the other Highlanders so that they can be the number one and be the most powerful. Um, I remember my brother's watching that now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I grew up with yeah. brothers, so I always watched all yeah. boy movies. All right, and what do you like to do to kick back? Oh, I chill with my, my whanau, man. My, my kids are, yeah, my everything, my wahine. And um, yeah, my ideal day is just chilling out with them. I don't really get that much. Mm. Um, you know, on the weekend, it's mahi mote iwi or, or you know, mahi mote aroha for, for some of the charities that I'm involved in. So, you know, I, I really pay homage to my wife and kids um, for the time that they don't get to spend with me and that they are the centre of my world, though. Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. I feel like I know so much about you now. <laughs> Little <laughs> Michael Jackson I just want to pay mahi to you too, Manawa, you know, in, in full truthfulness um, for your mahi aroha for... Motiwi and for our people and what you're doing here. This is amazing. So, yeah. I appreciate that because it is hard work, but oh, it's sure. so satisfying. Eh? Kapoi. We were talking about that last night. Mm. Anyway, um, so what is your, um, what's your job at the moment? What do you do? So, um, my mahi, my day job is uh, I work at Microsoft. I am the cloud solutions applications lead for Microsoft. Um, and I focus on the cloud, everything to do with our cloud uh, at Microsoft, enabling you know cool Kiwi organisations to do cool things. And um, mm. you know, Satya, our global CEO, says you know if you want to look cool, go join another company. But if you want to look, make your clients look cool, come join Microsoft. And um, I really resonate with that. I think you know we're doing some amazing stuff for Kiwi organisations, helping them to do more, you know, optimise stuff do better stuff for customers and, and grow. Yeah, mm. beautiful. Mm. I love it when people actually love what they do, eh? Oh, totally. I really love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so you, um, I heard you talk just yesterday actually about a lot of the stuff that, that <laughs> you're really passionate about. Mm. Um, how would you like sum up what is, at this at this time, what is your mission in life? Well, I think my co-papa, outside of being a good dad and, that is um, my my reason is culturalizing technology with indigenous wisdom. So this concept of um, you know, there's, there's a big issue right now in Aotearoa, and the government sees it, iwi see it, you know, and and they have put things in place, but there's less than two percent of Maori engaged in the tech sector, um, and that that's a that's a that's a real issue for us. Um, because Māori who do engage in the tech sector earn um, twice the average wage. Uh, Can I just ask you about that stat? Is it 2% of people in tech are Māori or 2% no, of Māori? No, it's even worse. 2% of Māori. Uh, in tech. Yeah. Okay. So the numbers are smaller. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is where, and I see it, right, because I was, when I was at Samsung, um, when I was at Dell, um, but even in technology-type companies, um, yeah, there's just not many of our people. And uh, if, if you look back, I've had a few conversations about this now. And um, I've spoken to Rangatira back home in, in South Taranaki. Um, yep. Um, and they were saying, if you go back 20 years, a lot of our kuia and komatua pushed our young ones to go off and get degrees in law because mm. they could see the settlements coming down the, the pipeline, right? And so that's what a lot of our, our rangatira right now have got their background in law, education, social, you know, all those kind of areas. True. And um, and that's 
awesome because it has helped us to go through those settlements. But what's missing now, there's, there's a gap in technology and entrepreneurship, um, areas where there's a lot of wealth being made. Um, we're not really there. And there's, um, there's an opportunity for us now to start focusing on that as a people. You know, we've got the wealth transfer. Now we need the knowledge transfer. We need to actually make sure that we, you know, what I said yesterday is, um, is definitely what I believe. We need to build a brains trust for Māori where we can actually um, start ourselves being uh, focused around where we want to go as a people around this technology stuff rather than technology taking us. Mm. You know, um, I, was, I was at uh, one of my clients Māori organisation saying, oh yeah, we know we need technology. I was like, yes, yes we do, but technology needs us. Technology needs Māori. They need our wisdom, our values infused into it. Because, awesome. um, you know, technology by default is seen as a science. And science by default tries to eliminate values out of it because it's all about science. It's about facts. It's about, you know, getting... Um, accuracy and, and things like that and when values start falling into it it's it's um you know it muddies the waters but in fact that's what technology needs in fact it's what science needs as well the brother dr dan hikuroa was talking about that the other day but um in terms of technology when we infuse values into it um like for instance a tikanga um then those kind of values are there for everyone, not just for Māori, they're there for all of us. And um, they're there, you know, these are the values that are there from the beginning of time to the end of time. So, you know, they're not something to be afraid of just because they've got a Māori name, um, but they're there for the protection of all of us. Yeah, mean. And the funny thing is, like, our people are the meanest scientists, eh? Oh, totally mean. Like, how do you just, like, take oh. a tree and sail across the ocean yeah. and then, like, take some, a different climate... Uh, decide to build some rock walls so it warms the, s the soil up so that you can still grow your tuttle. Like Aye. It's pretty buzzy. Our people are Tick amazing play. scientists, eh? Yep, um, it, we man. just were anyway, but had the values instilled in us. But how do you think you can achieve this, Dan? Well, um, so I did my master's and thesis in this. And um, so I, I think the reason why we don't have enough of a, um, a representation in technology there is a values um, gap there as well, and in terms of the um, the actual technology sector, we need to engage with our people. Um, and technology, you know, I pay homage to um, to Microsoft. They they see it. You know, they they have been deliberate about that as well, saying we need to garner um, you know feedback from all people, not just the likes of, you know, the people who are leading this kind of stuff, um, like Silicon Valley or Microsoft or Google or Facebook, just because they're investing the most in technology, uh, it should actually be, the, these values should be coming from everyone. Um, and the reason why we need these values, I believe, more so than ever, is because of AI. And um, AI, if you look at the, um, the basic premise of how AI is built up, it's from algorithms and algorithms use data, and um, and all these data points that it's it's using around you know, critical success factors, generally are biased towards one type of people. Um, so you know if you're 
Māori or, or even a person of colour, then it doesn't um, it doesn't support you. Uh, the algorithms don't support you if you're a woman. Um, they don't support you if you've had disabilities. So you know these are the things that are actually becoming more and more urgent as AI becomes infused into everything we do. You know it's, it runs our phones, but more so it runs our cities now. And um, before it gets to the point of you know total immersion into our society, we need to actually be deliberate about instilling values in there. Because social science, because AI is not a new thing, it acts like it's a new thing and not many people really know what it is. It's old, it's been around since the 60s. Um, but even back then they said social science proved that um, AI will adopt the values of the environment that they're embedded in. So if there are no values, which there aren't mm. any specified values or agreed values, um, then they will adopt norms. Mm. And what are the norms of the digital world right now? They, the generally accepted um, view is that they are commercial views. Mm. They're the profit motive. Yeah. Um, they they're not there for the general benefit of our people, um, and not just Maori people. But when I say our people, people, um, and and this is why it, it's needed. In my in my uh, thesis, I came out with a few points. Um, you know, and this is why I love Komatua and their wisdom. Um, I was talking to one of my Komatua back home, and and he's like, you know, it's it's all um, you know, the cloud. This cloud, it's already been made watia for us. I was like, oh, what do you mean by that, Koro? And he said, um, you know, Tane went through all of the rangi, all of the the clouds. He did his karakia, and he he did all of the tikanga that was required to move through the different levels. And he made it watia for us. All we need to do is follow our tikanga and we'll be safe. Mm. I was like, sure. And, um, and that became the defining premise of my thesis, uh, that, you know, um, that tauparapara mm. of Tane going through the, the rangi. And actually um, I, I managed to pull out of the, the different ingoa of those rangi um, links into a guide for us as Māori Mei. and how we can, we can move forward. And... Um, so that was one one part of it. Again, you know, our kaumatua, they they are scientists. Say, mm. kuia, they um they know this stuff, man. This this is indigenous wisdom at its best. And then uh, from there as well, my kaumatua was saying, well, um, if you want a tikanga boy, then you need an atua, a kaitiaki. Um, same as anywhere. If you go to the the sea, you do a a karakia te tangaroa or ni moana. Um, and you give your first fish back. You know, there's a tikanga. If you go to the forest, you do a karakia to tane mahuta to make sure that you're safe when you go in there. As you go into different domains, there is an atua. Uh, there isn't an atua yet for mm. the digital world, and um, and we need that. Mm. So that was that was another thing that was um, that was put out there. And the third one was wānanga. So this concept of wānanga that um, again, I believe it's a kopapa. It's been there before us. Been there. After, will be there after us. We just choose to engage in it at this time, and it's this concept of when good people come together under a good kopapa, amazing things will happen. And um, and I've seen it. I've seen how wānanga you know, properly work like that. Um, we actually need wānanga across the country so that Māori can be definitive around our tikanga and develop it. 
uh, I've sort of put this out to some of those um, those key iwi leaders. And they're like, oh, you know, we're already on this. Yeah, ethics, ethics. It's like, nah, nah, it's, it's bigger than ethics, man. You know, this is about our tikanga. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, I know what you're talking about. It's, um, uh, it's about, you know, data, data sovereignty. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so, oh. so at the moment, we don't actually have a focus on it at the Iwi Leaders Forum. Um, and, you know, they've got many other important kaupapa, and I get that. Um, you know, the, the, the sound wall, we've got to focus on, you know, it's fine to focus on technology boy, but we've got all these whanau who are pohara. I was like, yeah, but what perpetuates all that? What, you know, if we don't focus on these kind of things, AI now, they'll be out of, they won't be able to get any jobs because AI will be taking them because we're not setting the values right at the start to protect them. They're like, ah, oh, come, come see me, in, <laughs> come see me in ten years, yeah. you know. Um, so you know, I'm, I believe um, we've got to. I'm building supporters. I'm throwing it out there into the universe, and um, and I'm getting some some bites. There's some people like, yeah, cool, that's cool, and. Um, there's this this other uh, wahine who's doing her masters in it as well, from the Tech Futures Lab, and she's she's maybe got a bit more time than me. Uh, she's like, right, I'm going to do something on Waitangi. I'm like, oh, sure. Um, so yeah, we may be doing something there, and awesome. hopefully getting some some um, iwi leadership behind it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Man, there's so much in what you said that I, I want to pick up on. I know. I, it's <laughs> like this every time I do a podcast, I'm like, I want to talk about that and I want to talk about that. But you kind of have to just be like, let's pick an angle to go down. Um, but what I'm going to do is we're going to take a real quick break and then we're going to come back and touch on a couple of topics. Kapai? Mm-hmm. Looking for a cool space to work or a legit venue for your next event? Everything you need is here at Te Hao Monaco. Located in the heart of Monaco City, a hop, skip and a jump from the Monaco bus and train station. We've got super fast Wi-Fi, coffee machine, great people and an awesome vibe. Book online at www.teha.nz. Let's go to Teha or Monaco. Cheer, let's go. Yeah, that's where we're right here. Teha or Monaco. Man, so many. It's choice, eh? You're welcome anytime, Dan. Maybe we should do some Microsoft podcasts, eh? Yeah. Hey, you too, hey. man. I'll get some of the, um, we've got some Flash people, man. Yeah. So, yeah, well, CTOs and stuff like that know heaps of stuff. They can, and they can relate it into real things. So, mm. yeah, we could bring some Flash guys down here yeah. and girls. All right. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. I'm okay. going to hold you to that. Okay. But, man, so many things. I love what you're talking about, about having an atua um, yeah. for tech. That's that's real interesting to me. What, it's got me thinking. Like, what aspects do already exist? Mm. Is there one that would already fit under? But and then I think about how incredible our people have been in navigating their way to new environments, mm. and then finding how to not only exist there but thrive there. And then this is just another scenario of that happening. Another opportunity for those, um, you know, those rangatira that sailed their waka to Aotearoa, um, there now needs to be that leadership that will sail into this new land that we're finding ourselves into. And I get that sense about you when I'm talking to you. 
you're out there like pestering people, pushing. Like I feel like you're talking about the the kaumato and stuff, and even I'm sitting here and I'm still going. I don't. I still don't fully understand this. I still don't fully understand the implications of not having culture and AI. I I can understand what you're saying, but I can't see what it would look like mm. in five, ten years if we don't do it. Mm. And I think that maybe that's a piece of the like educating and stuff that. Because then I think about kaumato and stuff as well, and I th- I feel a little bit like that. Like I just. They just don't quite understand it. It's so, it's so new, and yeah. the ideas there, but the practicality, like, yeah. So, but yeah, but, okay. But, but what know, does it mean? <laughs> and that, that's where I love our Kumato and Kuya and where they how they think and mm. they, um, you know, their data points are steeped in in our values and our culture. So their guidance is um, so much more focused on our protection. Um, which is why, you know, I think we need to have them at the core of, of how we move forward with it. Um, to your point around an atua and a protector, you know, because that's how tikanga starts. Mm. You need to have you need to have an atua to to start that karakia the process con- and the conception. That's where the fucker yeah. comes from. Aye, eh? aye. And um, there were some names thrown around, as there would. Um, rungo was mm. sort of thrown up, but I know rungo is is the place of um, you know, te farikai. Um, but they they said rungo is ideal because of um, you know if you look at the tatai wakapapa karakia rungo comes first you know and then in terms of what rungo represents and you know manakitanga care for others um, and uh, peace you know these are kind of things that actually is really needed mm. right now if you if you look at you know Facebook or even you know where Google and stuff are going. It's um, that that's the kind of stuff that's needed. Uh, it it is a long process. I think that w- it would take it would take broad agreement. Um, but I believe it's a real opportunity. Maori could be the first race to um, race of people to formally define our values for the digital world, mm-hmm. um, and you know all the benefits that can flow from that. And you say, uh, you know, conceptualizing what. Uh, you know, no co- culture in mm. AI could be. Um, it it could it could be really scary. Mm. Um, you know, because as I say, with AI, it's um, it's driven by generally the profit motive. Mm. Um, the if you look at basic things like facial recognition, which is an AI trait, and mm. and because things can be um, sort of pulled out really quickly. Uh, from AI and and how it can it can um, learn from lots of different data sets really quickly. Uh, if you're someone of color, then um, it it won't pick up your face as easily. Mm. Um, sometimes it'll even say, you know, for a woman that you're a man. Mm. Uh, there's been some studies on this that just recently around this, and AI just because of the data sets that it's been given. Um, is it's very hard for them to it's very hard for AI to be able to pull accurate data for uh, facial recognition um, for people of color. True, eh? Because have you ever like um, put a photo on Facebook and then it thinks it's someone that it's not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Sometimes definitely. it's hard case, eh? It's like, ha ha. That thought it. They thought that you was this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I, I get that as yeah. well. Um, yeah. It thinks that I'm sort of someone random. 
like no <laughs> <laughs> but i think about some of the like i feel like i'm t- i'm way too informed by movies and stuff mm. and like so you think of things like maybe like hunger games or you think of like yeah. those like end of the world movies where um all the rich people end up in the the safe space yeah they have everything that they need and everyone else is left out but you got to move from that fantasy i suppose that's what i was like i need to f- find a way to some contextualize more in, a, in reality what it could look like but i also but, thinking but it could about look like that yeah you know, it really could because um I, I mean i'm i'm seeing it i'm seeing it in aotearoa the the disparities are growing and um and ai hasn't even fully taken pace yet mm. you know that's just the the way society is moving um and no one can really put their finger on it no, no one's blaming anything at the moment but ai is definitely it's just mood emerging eh? and you got to like Almost do it as it happens. Yeah, there's no map. There's there, no, there isn't. There's no real guidance yet. We're we're, we're de- definitely treading in uncharted. Yeah, what yeah. What is here like you're talking about? We're to put a, you know, had to, you know, use faith and karakia to jump in that waka mm. and go into uncharted territories. Just go away. Um, but you know, atupuna. This is according to that I got given. Um, was their belief was the island came to them. Mm. You know, this concept of fai um, literally translates to follow, but, um, you know, marano, the concept was to be found. Mm. And um, that's where our tupuna had that faith. And so I think that we need that faith as yeah. well in terms of uh, the option. You know, I believe the solution is there and we just need to be found by it and mm. be in the right space. Um you know, I was lucky enough to go down and spend time with um, with one of the bros in Tuia down, um, uh, down in the South Island. We went up the Arahuta River and, um, you know, he's talked about that with Ponamu. Uh, Ponamu finds you. Mm. You don't find Ponamu. You've got to be in a good tow yeah. space to be able to be found. Um, and, yeah, I think that's where Māori need to be thinking right now, you know, from a positive mindset uh, in this space rather mm. than, than sort of thinking that we can't solve this. Yeah, kapai. Dan, I think that's a beautiful way to end our call at all today. That time went so quickly. Oh. I wish we could have five more hours. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> I know. You're late, bro. we gotta, we got to wrap this up. I just wanted to say one more thing. Like um, the first time I met some people that were working on like uh, like human robots, right. oh, that freaked me out, man. Yeah. And that's where like I think now it's dropping for me. Like these are the places where when there's no – Values, that yeah. shit can be dangerous, eh? Totally. And, and it can be scary. But with values, it can be incredible. Mm, totally. Yeah. And it can be there for all of us. Mm. Mm. Or not. Kapoi. Anyway, kia ora, Dan. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is the start of uh, many korero we're going to have, bro. So thank you so much for your time for coming out today. Nui te I'm te mahi nui, bro. Talk to you soon, eh? Kia ora. Ka kite. Ka kite ano. Thanks so much for listening in. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd love to hear back from you. So why don't you connect with us, look for us, Ngahere Communities on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on Ngahere Talks. Kia pai tora.